proud mother of three children from three different men. (laughs) Let's give her a round of applause, guys. She did it. (laughs) Three and three. I love that. I have two kids from two different dads. (laughs) December 25th, 2018. It was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, raving fans, money, assets. And yeah, I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money. The kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends. The kid that got pregnant at 19. I felt stuck. Like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things all the things that promised me freedom and it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was going to be an inside job and I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool ass version of Alternative School. Alternative school for the unruly entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really, truly, finally fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome to the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. Angela, we have the coolest fucking people in the unruly entrepreneur, I can't even speak, in the unruly entrepreneur community. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Okay. So you guys, I know Angela because she has been in some of my programs. She was in my group program known, and then we did an intensive and the more opportunities I get to dig into who the people are in this community, the more I realize you guys are doing some really significant things. And I would just wanted to share what's going on with you and your world with my community today, but I want to take people back a little bit first. So I know you have a really interesting start of coming from like Silicon Valley, and then you developed some more like spiritual gifts and you have this foot in three, one foot in 3d and one foot in 5d and you wouldn't notice it like passing you on the street by any means. You look like that. You look like a normie. (laughs) You're not. (laughs) So give my audience a little bit of background story. Who's Angela Christians? Sure. Yeah. So I've spent the majority of my career in the Silicon Valley startup world. I went to business school. I got an MBA. I just thought that's where I would be forever. I just really liked numbers. I always did since a child, since I was a child, And then in 2015, my daughters and I got really sick and we almost died from black mold poisoning. And during that time, one of my daughters started seeing spirits and angels and something she called shadow people, which really freaked me out at the time. Yeah. Um, But I was going from doctor to doctor, just trying to figure out like what is going on. All of these doctors kept telling me it was in my mind or they just weren't helping me. And so finally I found two doctors, one in Berkeley, California, one in Arizona, and they both happened to be shamans. So 
that kind of just sparked that internal curiosity that I've always had with the unseen world. And I started studying mysticism, shamanism, energy healing, just all of these different spiritual modalities, which was great because during that time, I had to spend a lot of time in the sauna to detox from the black mold. So I would be in there for 45 minutes, several times a week. And I would just start creating these like rituals in my mind, like visualizations. At the time I called them like forgiveness rituals, but now looking back, it was more like unconscious reprogramming. And with that, I was actually able to heal a lot of the pain and the anger from this domestic violence I had experienced during my younger years that had really had a hold on me where I was taking Xanax every day. I was in the ER for anxiety attacks. And and so from that point on, I did have one foot in this very 3D Silicon Valley world. And then the other foot I had in this like 5D healing world. And I didn't know how to combine them. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote a book about it last year called Manifestation Mastery. And I talked about some of the things I did up until I learned RRT, of course, which would have taken a lot less time <laughs> to heal. <laughs> but, you know, one of my exes was very violent. He almost killed me when I was pregnant. He used to hunt me down in the house. These flashbacks would pop up 3 a.m., of course, and I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. But what I noticed is after I was doing these visualizations that the anxiety started to get better. Fast forward, he like is invited to my house for my daughter's birthday. And like, it's just, it's amazing what we can do when we decide we want to heal. Yeah. Would you say, and I want to preface this by saying, I don't anticipate that this could be true for all, but I'm curious if it was true for you that as you started healing some of these things in within yourself, that it had an impact on his behavior. Yes, definitely. Actually, I hadn't even thought of that. But yeah, at one point he did end up apologizing to me. He's actually sober now and is on that path. So I do think actually that did have a huge impact on him. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. I mean, I think about that all the time. Like I've been thinking a lot about specifically my romantic relationships. That's been super relevant in my life right now. And I'm just like, okay, everybody gets to own their own choices and the things that I have experienced in partnership with other people, they can own their choices. I can own mine. And then also what role have I played in this? Not to say that anytime I was treated poorly, especially if somebody has been in an abusive situation that, that, that there's any blame to be taken. There is none. (laughs) 100%. I grew up in a house where my mom was like horrifically abused when I was younger and there is none to be taken. And also, is there an opportunity to look within myself if there's vibration that I can shift in order for my future to be different, in order for me to take control, in order for me to take power back? Then that's like what I've been looking for is like, where can I find more power for me? Mm-hmm. for me and my future? And is there any vibration, any belief systems, any energy with inside of me that at any level of unawareness, because I do believe it's at mostly at a level of unconscious awareness that was any sort of a magnetic match for that? I'm going to find that shit. <laughs> and I'm going to delete that shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to say that delicately because again, growing up in the household and you having experienced that for yourself and me having experienced a lot of emotionally abusive experiences and in, in relationships as well. I've never been physically abused as uh, in a romantic relationship. And also I'm always looking for where's my power for my future. And that's not to say that I ever did anything to like, to say I, it's my fault or like I earned that or whatever. I know that there's a lot of like spiritual information out there that's akin to that. And I think that it's spoken in poor taste (laughs) (laughs) to say the least. (laughs) Right. But yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. So you and I had an intensive recently and I was just like, whoa, you are up to way more than I realized. And can we talk about your program? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm like, wait, <laughs> is it secret still? <laughs> okay. So I'm listening to your story, talking about your experience with multiple different baby daddies and having had some challenging experiences to say the least with them. And now you have a pretty dang good relationship with them and which has benefited you tremendously and your children and share a little bit about that. Sure. And I will just say one other significant story I I forgot to leave out is when my other exes, he and I had to go to court, which I know is very common. And that creates a lot of toxic energy between co-parents. And I was very angry during that time, both with him and then what was happening in the court system. And I started waking up and my hands would not open in the mornings. They were, I was in so much pain. It radiated all down my arms. I had to go on disability. The doctor said I would need to get like carpal tunnel surgery. And so I just, I realized though, I was like, I'm not going to get the surgery. I'm going to work with my healing team and work on what I need to heal within myself. And I was able to heal that. So I did want to share that too. Well, your hands are looking unclenched and well. My my program is called Clean Baby Daddy Energy or just Clean BDE. I've just been like shortening it to BDE <laughs> to make yeah. it easy. So I always knew I wanted to do something with this situation, which is clearly I feel like a big part of my medicine and learning experience in this lifetime. So before the idea for BDE even came along, I was driving one day. I actually thought, wow, this would be like such a great reality show. <laughs> the fact that I have all these exes and I get along with them for the most part. Like one of them, I do consider like a friend. I started thinking about all these funny storylines. I had a boyfriend at the time. So he was like in the mix and this just like funny, these funny thoughts just really helped alchemize a lot of that pain into humor and healing which would have sounded really weird to me years ago, but I've actually found with RRT humor to be such a big part of healing. Um, And so I came up with this idea and I really sat on it for a while because I did still have some like guilt and shame around the thought of like me talking about it with other people. And I just thought are people, because I've been like in the Silicon Valley world, people saw me as this very put together CFO. And then I have three kids from three different men. I would usually just say, they would say, oh, were you married twice? And I'd say, oh yeah, because I didn't want to say I was so embarrassed at the time, which is silly. And so I had a call first with Eden Carpenter to dive into my human design. And I mentioned this program to her and she was like, oh my God, you have to do this. Like you are here to disrupt and to heal people in non-traditional ways. 
So that got me really fired up and I was like, okay, I have to do an intensive with Andrea on this. And so then I brought it up to you and you just really helped energize and accelerate this inspiration that I've had. And then as I like busted out the sales page so fast, then I had a call with Elliot in our group known. And again, she said like more confirmation that this is like absolutely what I'm here to do. And RRT, well, I actually had a session with Dr. Connolly this week, and this was one thing that was still holding me back. And he shared this really funny metaphor of a woman being called up at work to get recognized. And the boss said, hey, everybody, Sally's doing such a great job here. And guess what? She has two kids from the same man. Let's give her a round of applause. (laughs) And I started laughing and I was like, yeah, it's so silly. He's like, it doesn't matter. Who cares? And it's so good. <laughs> I know he gave several different ones, but that one like really stood out because I was like laughing so hard. I was crying. I'm like, this is so ridiculous that I thought this was like something to be embarrassed about. So that's why this program BDE is it's like a playful vibe. It's very like feminine, playful, because I just realized we don't have to carry around all that density and weight in order to heal. And I used to carry it around like a badge of honor. And I don't want that armor on anymore. And BDE is really, it's for single moms. It's for women who are still with a co-parent. I've also used these techniques I'll be sharing in the program to clear anger from having an abortion that I really didn't want to get, felt forced, cleared that. I also use the techniques to clear anger with an ex-fiance who really broke my daughter's heart when he left. Now we're friends. He's He went from attorney to Reiki healer. He sends a Reiki. We talk on, it's wow. just such a... Yeah. To see these humans as the souls they are underneath like all their pain. And it doesn't make what anyone did okay, but I can see their pain and I know hurt people hurt other people. This has been like a huge healing journey for me. And so BDE itself will be infused with both energetics and RRT to cut the cords from the past and to free women from the pain, like of their own minds, where I used to feel like a prisoner of my anger, my anxiety, my guilt. I would just sit up at night, like, why did I date these guys? Why did I have kids with them? And I would just be so hard on myself, which RRT shifted because we know there couldn't have been another way. That's just how it is. And so BDE is for mothers who are just like done with the generational trauma. Um, Maybe drinking. I used to drink my pain away. I felt like every day was just like a battle and I just had to survive it and get through it with like coffee in the morning, wine at night. And A big mistake of mine was thinking like, I always blamed them, all my exes, even when I was in the relationship, it was always their fault. And I realized that was like a big mistake thinking, and you helped me realize this too, is my mistake was thinking they needed to change when the power really is with me. So that's a big part of the program. The reason I always ask myself, what was my role in this is because I low-key like being the problem. (laughs) <laughs> because that means I'm the solution. Right. 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 Every fucking time, 100% of the time, not even 99.9%, I want 100% of the time for me to be my own solution. And so therefore that narrative works for me because it keeps the power within me in order to, in order to build a great future for myself, in order to keep myself safe, in order to prevent myself from being in future scenarios where I could be like emotionally or physically harmed. And also beyond being protective of myself, be able to spot opportunities where I'm naturally in safe containers with people, whether it's romantic or platonic, doesn't matter, right? 
And so I like that narrative of I have to be the problem. And I say that with a smile. (laughs) Yep, sure I am. Yep, that was me. (laughs) Because then I like, I don't, I'm just like, hello, Virgo. I like to be in control. (laughs) Virgos too. Oh, we have the same birthday, actually. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. Wait, did I know that? Did we talk about that? I told you once, but yeah, it was a while ago. Okay. <laughs> you say that I'm like, why does this feel like new information? But oh. it doesn't, you anyway, it doesn't matter. Virgos unite. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like the journey that you went on, right? Because black mold obviously forced you to, or at least it led opportunities for you to develop your spiritual gifts and to increase awareness in different realms and power in different realms, which is cool and awesome. And then this self-discovery that you went on with understanding your human design with Eden. I'm just like, I love that you're so in my world with my people. Eden is like my favorite when it comes to human design worked with her for a really long time. She's just, nobody says it like her. (laughs) And then Elliot is, I tell everyone, I'm like, I keep Elliot on payroll. (laughs) She like always tells me what's happening in my star chart (laughs) (laughs) and like understanding your astrology. So I was talking to someone I'm actually going to bring on my podcast soon. His name is Josh Winter and he's really brilliant in masculine and feminine energy. And he's does a lot of like relationship coaching and like he's a men's coach and was like, I want to bring you on and I want to talk about masculine and feminine energy specifically and relationship dynamics. But he had said something to me and he's like trying to understand me and my brand and he's understanding pleasure over pressure. And we're talking about words that men and women respond to. And he's pleasure, not so much for men. And I'm like, okay, help me get, give me another word for men. And he's ultimately, it seemed, I was like, I'm always trying to help people like at the base of it. It's like, how do I explain making a decision from love versus fear? And he's yes, self-love. And I was like, no. Not self-love. No. <laughs> the frequency of love, but not love of self. And so what you did that's different that most people are saying, go on the self-love journey where we're basically trying to strong arm ourselves into loving the pieces that we've been sold to believe are like broken or problematic. And you went for self-understanding. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, I believe if the, if we understood ourselves and why we are the way that we are and why certain things are strong within us and why certain things are weak within us, that self-love would be a byproduct of self-understanding. Would you say that's been true for you in your journey? Yes, absolutely. Because I tried to, I read all the self-love books and it was like, it was nice. It felt good, but it was like, it didn't solve what was needing to be solved. And it wasn't until really RRT where everything just started to make sense. And I was like, oh, and like understanding my role, like you said, all of that, like just opened everything up. Yeah. So So right now, like the intention wasn't even to get on and just be one big promotional podcast for BDE, but so be it because this program (laughs) is so needed for the world. What I like that you've done is that you have, I'm reading this book. Let me go backwards. <laughs> so many thoughts are squirming me at once. I'm reading this book called Emotion Code, which is like fascinating. And the, have you read that? Yeah. I work with an emotion code coach who helps, who's helping me and my kids like release trauma from our bodies. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. It's fascinating. So one of the things that emotion code talks about is that when we have 
a traumatic experience that often can go to a vulnerable part of our body. So he's telling this story about this man who comes in with like really bad tennis elbow and it's just creating tremendous pain for him to where he's like having trouble sticking his key in and starting the car back when we used to use those to start vehicles. <laughs> that was like two years ago, but nobody uses those anymore. Um, <laughs> he said that he emotion he did an emotion code session on him and he located some traumas that had occurred when he was a teenager and it was three sequential traumas dealing with women where he was like rejection and humiliation and whatnot and he said at the time he had an injury in his elbow and so the trauma went to the weakest place in his body and was stored there mm -hmm. and so maybe someone is already having maybe someone has a little bit of heartburn and then they have a big trauma and the trauma can go stored in the heart or it might be the most logical place that our unconscious mind would perceive a trauma would go to, which would be like, if there's heartbreak, it would go into our heart area. If there's like stress, a lot of women like carry that in their wombs, right? And I like the, I like the conversation around this because what's happening is if our, if our body's all information, Right. And it is when we look at it from a quantum physics perspective, like we're 99.9% .9 empty space, <laughs> which is so hard to conceptualize when we're, yeah. when we feel so dense. But if we're holding all of this information and let's say our elbow, our elbows information is saying like women, women reject us, right? What we want to do is we want to look for that code and change it. And there's a million different modalities out there to look for that code. So I did this process on myself after a relationship completed recently that you know about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so my question was, is like, what are my belief systems about men and why do I want those to be true? And I was shocked. <laughs> I've like never asked myself those particular questions in that way before. And the answer was, my belief systems about men are that men will disappoint me, that I have to be in control in order to be safe and yada, yada. I had seven different belief systems. And then at the end, it said, why do I want these to be true? And the thought that came to mind first was I want these to be true so I can show myself that I can keep myself safe when nobody else did for me as a child. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, no wonder I keep attracting situation for situations for myself where I feel disappointed and unsafe. Mm -hmm. Of course, because somewhere in my elbow or somewhere in my <laughs> knee or somewhere in my, there's some fucking code that got stored that said, go find the other magnets that are just like you. I'm obviously not thinking that consciously. I'm thinking like, I want an amazing relationship with a man. You obviously weren't thinking that you wanted any of that stuff. And still, I like the idea again, that possibly somewhere within us, there's code we can change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can explain why that had to occur so we can reduce the, sh we can re eliminate the shame around it and also explain how it won't occur again. And I feel like that's exactly what you're doing with BDE. Yeah. I exactly. might've just written your sales page for you. <laughs> no, I'll have to go write that down. <laughs> just take this video shared on all the places. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's funny that you brought that up because my emotion code coach, she is going to give everybody in the program a free session because I feel like it has helped so much with my son. He, he has a lot of trauma from his father's anger and like being yeah. around that. And so I've been using a uh, emotion code. She just does it on him. He's only four. So she does it remotely. Right. And we 
found four lifetimes ago, this happened. And so it's like really cool. You can go really deep if you want, or you can just stick to kind of (laughs) more basic things, but I love it. And it's made such a big difference in my life too. Also finding the beliefs and in my session with Dr. Connolly, I realized I always wanted to be in control, but then there was some part of me that wanted him, the men to be in control. So there was like this weird power dynamic and he did these things with me where he was like, no, I want you in full control, meaning because I have been kind of scared in relationships and meek and not in the past and not spoke up. He wants me up here, like really feeling strong and then equalized. So it was a really yeah. interesting yeah, process there too. If I had to pick two modalities to pick in my pocket and carry with me for lifetimes to come, it would be emotion code and it would be RRT. Emotion yep. code is really new to me. In fact, I've, I'm like 30% of the way through the book. I just started <laughs> and I can't put it down because Catherine texted me the other day and she's, I'm practicing emotion coding people. Can I practice on you? And I was like, I don't know what that is, but fuck it. <laughs> I know. I saw she was reading that and I messaged her. I was like, oh my God, I love that. It's one of my favorite modalities or yeah, top two. So I told her to do that. This is so cool that you're gifting everyone a session, I was like, we'll work on my melasma because my melasma popped up after an extreme period of stress for me on my face. So I have a lot of melasma that's clustered up here on my forehead and a little bit over here on my forehead and some other little splotches on my face that I've done everything to try to get rid of all of the the facial tinctures and supplements and all the things. And, but I've never done anything emotionally around it. And so I was like, do that for my face. And she said, two things popped up. One happened five years ago and it was around this feeling of hopelessness in my marriage. And then another one was happened 10 generations ago on my mother's side. And I was like, whoa, that's so rad. But the interesting thing about that session was, is that I woke up, I think this was just yesterday morning or two mornings ago. I woke up, I opened my eyes and my first thought was today's going to be a great day. And I was feeling so hopeful. Well, unbeknownst to me, I open up my phone after I'm like getting out of bed and I look at Catherine's message that she did on me while I was sleeping and it was clearing hopelessness. And I woke up just feeling, and I had no idea that I was about to read that text message. It was so cool. As soon as I read that, I was like, okay, I'm learning this modality. I'm going to have RRT in my pocket. I'm going to have a motion code in my pocket. I need to get Dr. Bradley on my podcast. So if anybody yes. knows him, shout out, please connect. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. That gave me the chills. Yes. Yeah, I mean, my first experience with it, I was having like blurry vision in one of my eyes, which was scary. And so I had Danielle do a session with me. And literally the next day it was like, I had even gone to the eye doctor. They were like, yeah, you're going to have to get a new prescription, all this stuff. I had her do a session the next day. It was back to normal. And I went back to the eye doctor and they're like, yeah, it's fine. It was so strange. I was like, wow. "Wow." Yeah. So a friend, I asked another friend after I heard about this only this week, you guys, I'm like, how has this been out of my level of awareness? But for whatever reason, it wasn't my time yet. But I messaged a friend. I was like, do you have this? I was like, you have to get this book. And she's like, no way. I started reading this two weeks ago because my friend, my friend's daughter was, who's three, was having night terrors. She had a practitioner emotion code her night or her daughter and the night terrors went away the next day. And I was like, if only I had known this as a mother, because my son had night terrors for years and it was miserable. So shout out to the mamas. If you've got little children who are dealing with weird 
things like a night terror or in the book, the doctor talks about how his son, he has twins and that his son was born second and had a lot of trauma at birth and they were four years old and he was not speaking in full sentences yet. And his brother was developing just fine. And whenever he did speak, he would speak with his mouth cover or his hand covering his mouth. And then they emotion coded him. And then the next day he starts speaking in full sentences. And I'm just like, what is this sorcery? <laughs> Seriously. I can't so stop funny. talking about it right now. So thank you for nerding out with me. <laughs> I know. I'll share one more story about it really quickly. Yeah, do it. <laughs> my teenager, she's 18. She's at her first year of college. And I noticed she was starting to make similar decisions that I had made at that age. And I really didn't, I can't control what she does, but I knew it was from a place of pain. So I had Danielle start doing sessions on her remotely. And now she calls me every day. She's studying, like her grades are great. And it's, it's just been night and day. So it's, you can even do it on your kids. They don't even know that it's happening and it's, they're becoming free from these stuck emotions and beliefs. And it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I have a session coming up for both my kids, myself, my assistant. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do one for my grandma who's been dealing with dementia. So my grandma's husband passed away screaming at Trump on the TV. He had a heart attack and died. Trump killed him, you guys. (laughs) No, that's not true. His hate for Trump killed him. (laughs) This is not a political stance or a statement about Trump. It's just the actual facts of what happened. But he's like screaming at the T or not screaming, but he's like yelling at the TV. He's pissed about something like Trump is doing. This was like five, six years ago or so. He has a heart attack, drops dead right there in front of my grandmother. Obviously extremely traumatic. My grandma basically has this woman walk up to her the next day. And it was like, are you looking to sell her her, your house? And she goes, yes, I am. That lady paid cash for her house. And she like was able to leave Southern California and go back to Seattle. And it was truly a miracle of events of how it all occurred. But after that, her memory started fading. You guys, my grandma's, I'm going to choke up saying this. Like she's the one person on this planet where I'm just like, I can't lose you. Please stay here for forever. I have this like I'm okay. Like like this okayness with death. Like I know my dad and my mom are going to die. And I'm just like, my brain just won't let me go there. I need to RRT this. And it's so challenging for me to see her. She's been this life model for me of like strength. And like, she figured out wealth for herself and she lives off of her investments, but now she lives in a memory care facility every single day. But she's been this representation of like, resiliency and aliveness. And it's just so shitty for me to see her wake up every day and think she thinks she goes on a run in the morning because that's been her pattern for so many years. And she writes down in a journal and she tracks it thinking Mm -hmm. that she's done all of these things. And like, she'll tell me stories about Einstein and she's just so smart and alive. And at least she still thinks she's living. (laughs) And also I'm so sure that this It's like she doesn't want to remember because then she has to remember losing the love of her life. Yep, absolutely. I'm going to emotion code her and then I'm going to clear the trauma of him. You guys stay tuned. Let's see what happens. But I'm going to link the book for you guys below because now everyone sweats this book. (laughs) You guys can learn how to do it through the book. Anybody can do this on themselves, on their pets, on their kids. And I love this. I love this openness of sharing the modality of, yes, you can go get certified in it and pay thousands of dollars and stuff like that. But you can also read the book if you just want to be able to do this lightly on other people and 
So Catherine read the book and she's been doing it on me and <laughs> it's been fascinating. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, here goes a promo for BDE, a promo for the Motion Code book. <laughs> Who else do we need to shout out today? There's good <laughs> shit happening in the world. It makes me so happy for humanity. Yeah, we need Thanks it. for making me happy for humanity. <laughs> yes. Angela, I asked you at the beginning, if you had an intention of what you wanted to leave with my community today, what would it be? Would you share that intention with the community and then expand on that a little bit? Like, why do you want that for them? My intention is just for, well, specifically with this program, but in general is for people, but mothers to really feel empowered and take their power back and not live in the prison of their emotions. Like I did for so long, which really shadows your life and the joy. So that's what this program is about that I'm doing. And I want women, I know how it feels like when you get a text from an ex and they're threatening you and it's just, then you get that pit in your stomach and you can't focus on work and it's, you just want to run. And then that affects your emotions and you're co-regulating with your kids. And it's just, it's this yeah. ripple effect. And I feel like healing starts with us and then it heals our children and then it slowly heals the world. So that's really like my intention for this program and in general. I mean, that's what you live. Yeah. I feel like this bleeds into everything that you do, how you are. And do you have a new book coming? We talked about this. You're like, okay, I wrote this book and then I found an RRT. Like what's next? <laughs> yeah, Your I'm book's actually- still relevant and awesome, by the way. We'll link that in the show notes as well. Thank you. Yeah, I, I am going to write a book and I might actually just call it Clean BDE. I've been thinking about it because there are so many stories and I feel like even if someone could, wasn't ready to take the course and they just wanted to read more about it or something, I feel like there's enough value there, even just in written form and- Yeah. So that's what I've been thinking is just writing a book called clean BDE, just like the program. Mm -hmm. Proud, proud mother of three children from three different men. (laughs) (laughs) Let's give her a round of applause guys. She did it (laughs) three and three. (laughs) I love that. I have two kids from two different dads. (laughs) I mean, it's so normal and I I don't know why I think people have said things like my exes have said things like, who would want you? You have three kids from three different men. So I think that kind of stuck in there. And that's where part of, I applied meaning to that. I like put it on my body as mine, even though it wasn't. And then once I could realize that's not mine, that's not true. And Dr. Connolly helped me with that with humor. And yeah, I mean, it's so common these days, so it's nothing to be ashamed about or feel guilty about. Your work is so special. And every single time I talk to you, my whole body vibrates and buzzes like you are. And it's funny, you guys, I know you can't see this, but like I'm staring at her and every time she leans back just a little bit, like the sun peeks out from behind you and it just creates this like ray of you are so fucking supported by universal forces right now with like your voice, your message, the work. Most people don't want to come onto a podcast and listen to one big long promo about somebody's program, but I bet you every single person has hung on to every single word because that was never our intention. We're not here to sell programs. We're here to deeply change people 
at an energetic level so we can remove these like little pieces of information in our elbows and our knees and like whatever that's like affecting our light that's affecting like our magnetism and drawing experiences to us that we don't want to continue to repeat and like I look at you like you're such a fucking pattern breaker like you're and obviously Eden said the same thing like you're here to disrupt and do things so wildly differently but in such a useful way so thank you for being like so special for doing all of this work on yourself or going through some of the hardest shit, truly, especially not just as a woman, but as a woman with children, that's rough. Watched it with my mom, been there and like completely understand like it's, it's not the journey that we consciously want to go on, but you did it. You came out on the other side and like the aliveness with inside of you is so intoxicating. And I think that's why I always feel I'm not often around other people that that bring me up because I'm just high as fuck all the time. I mean, I am. I have such a, I have such a potent group of people in my inner circle, but when I'm just out in the world meeting people, I'm normally the one who's like the vibrazer. You're such a fucking vibrazer for me, Angela. You have no idea. So I really want to honor you for that. Thank you for oh, who you thank are. You. Thank you. And I, before I came on, before I do anything, I always, I always focus on, like, I always notice the divine spark within me. And I always ask that it expand. And I always make it about, this isn't about me coming on here. It's about me sharing this message for other people because they need to hear it so they can heal too. I always am very intentional before I come on these things or in interviews or go on social media because I want to be that vibrator for people. Yeah. I swear <laughs> my tongue vibrates every time we talk to, I'm like, we're saying something so significant right now. I feel it. <laughs> Oh, you're amazing. Okay. Tell everybody where to find you. We'll of course link everything in the show notes for you guys, but where can people go find more of Angela? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Angela Marie Christian, Facebook, Angela Marie Christian, TikTok the same. I recently started building on X a little bit just because it's a little bit of a different space where you can just practice writing more. There I'm at um, Angela Christian, pretty much the same in all places. And I'm going to share the link for the BDE program. And I wanted to mention that anyone listening, I'm giving $200 off the program if they want to join just because Andrea and Andrea's community. So yeah, I just want to throw that in there too. Amazing. You're such a light. You're such a gift. We so appreciate you and everybody, please take one little thing. Number one, if you know anybody in your life that has struggled with co-parenting in challenging situations like this, please share this episode, grab this link right now, send it to a friend. And then more than that, tell them why they specifically should listen and what they're going to get out of it. Because people's most precious resource is time. And if they don't know that there's something, a gift of value in here for them, please bring them in and do a little bit of extra work and say, this is going to benefit you because that's how we get, that's how we share special messages like Angela's. And we know that there's people in your world I don't know. I mean, I can think of so many people off the top of my hand that I'm going to share this episode with. So thank you guys so much for sharing. And then please send Angela a message on where do you want them? Facebook, Instagram? Instagram's best. Yeah. Yeah. Send her a DM on Instagram and just send her something like a a specific, unique piece of appreciation of what you got out of today's episode so that we can remember you guys like this is our crack. We want to hear from you. We want to know that we're like doing something that's making a difference in your life because truly that's why we exist and why we do what we do. So thank you so much, Angela, for all you do. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. 
As always, Andrea dropped the mic. I'm Lorelai Taylor, COO of The Unruly Entrepreneur. If you enjoyed listening, please follow, review, and share with your friends. As always, anything mentioned in the show will be detailed in the show notes. And to keep up with everything going on with Andrea, check her out at love underscore Andrea Crowder on Instagram and check her links for some fun surprises too. Thanks for listening. We're so glad you're here.